Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome back to St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. And in this podcast episode, we are not going to talk about day game. We're going to talk about fitness with Mr. Majestic, a fitness coach. Uh, Mr. Majestic is a member of our community. He's in our group chat. He's been day gaming for quite a while, getting better and better results. He wanted to do a podcast for quite a while, and I told him... I don't want to do a fitness podcast where we're going to talk about what exercises to do, what to eat, and everything else that has been discussed hundreds of times. I told him, if you come up with something that's not in any other place that people don't talk about, that adds to all of this conversation, I'm super happy to do that. And one day he got back uh, back to me and this is how we ended up doing this episode. Specifically, we talk about how factors like sleep, stress, digestive system, etc. affect your ability to get fit. So if you are tired from hearing yet another way to lose weight or build muscle with this regiment or this regiment and you want to hear something that's a bit different, then this podcast might be just what you need. Before we get into the podcast, a few updates about what what has been happening. I am in Riga, Latvia, where I'm spending part of this summer. I just finished coaching my first student in Europe. In a few days, another guy from UK is arriving here for five days of coaching over two weeks. This summer is already getting pretty busy coaching-wise, but I decided to do something interesting this summer. Last summer when me, uh, Mr. T and a few students went to Ukraine, how we did it is I announced that, hey guys, I am going to an amazing day game location for a month. If you want to drop by, drop by, get some coaching and what we will do, you can arrive when you want, you can leave when you want, but we will spread out these coaching sessions over this month. Some guys came for a week, some came for a few weeks and there were guys who actually spent two months with me. And I saw that learning in this way is a really, really good way to learn day game. Spreading out the coaching sessions as much as possible, having days in between where you can go out on your own, implement everything. Also, enjoy the city, do other things, go to the beach, explore Latvian forests, explore Latvian bars and restaurants. That way you're still doing something else than rather than just doing day game and getting tired from it. You're still happy, enjoying your life, you don't have that huge downer and I think it was a great way for these guys last summer to learn day game and we're doing the same thing again this summer. So this year we're doing the same thing in Riga, Latvia. I'm gonna be working with three students between May 20th and June 21st over this month. Each student can arrive whenever they want, they can leave whenever they want and we will spread out the coaching sessions throughout their whole stay in Riga. Riga has a pretty cool day game community, so whenever the students arrive, I will introduce them to the rest of the community so they have more guys to hang out uh, other than just hanging out with each other and me. It's a great city for learning day game and for exploring bars, restaurants, even nature and many other things. If you wanna be one of these guys, then there's a link in description to sign up for coaching, read everything there, fill the form, tell, uh, tell in the comments that you wanna do this in Riga in this period of time and we'll, I'll get back to you with all the details in maybe a few hours up to a day or two max. And now let's get to the conversation about fitness with Mr. Majestic.
Hola guys, we're here with Mr. Majestic. Mr. Majestic is uh, Baby Casanova on our Day Game Church Telegram group chat, but he's also a fitness coach. So Mr. Majestic, what the fuck are we going to talk about today? Okay, so uh, first of all, I'm an online body transformation coach. So I help people get in the best shape of their lives and transform their mindset by not only fixing their training and nutrition, but their sleep, digestion, and stress, and also their generic approach to life, if that makes sense. Uh, like all the information out there on training and nutrition is pretty much there on the internet. So we're gonna speak, we're gonna speak uh, beyond that on how stress levels affect the way you train, affect the way you eat, affect the way you sleep. Uh, you're gonna discuss on sleep, you're gonna discuss on digestion, and then if you want, we can also dive into topics like uh, sexual health and things like that. Uh, and seven tricks to grow a bigger dick. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> I need those with my micro penis. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this is before we started to uh, agree to do this podcast. I said, listen, like, like all the information about all the fucking workout plans and, and nutrition and like all of it is out there. It's it's all does the world, all the new fancy fancy shit, you know, like old shit works, the new shit works, no one needs another workout plan. So, so I said, let's talk about something more interesting. Let's talk about something that no one really talks about. And, 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 and you said, fuck yeah, let's talk about stress and sleep. And, and I thought that's a, that's a great idea because that's something that people, even when they try to pay attention to that, well, if you're a day gamer, then <laughs> you're probably staying. You'd be surprised on how stress, sleep, and digestion affects your wife, you know? Yeah, of gamer. course, of course. Uh, no, what I mean is if you're a day gamer, then probably your your habits, uh, your 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 habits aren't that healthy because let's say you go on like two or three dates a week and, and those dates end at like 2 a.m. And, and you're probably a few drinks in by the end of the date and that fucks with your sleep. And um, yeah. okay, before we dive in into these topics, Tell guys a little bit about maybe your background in fitness. Kind of, why should they listen to you? Kind of ask. Maybe let's 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 start with that. Okay, so uh, I, I pretty much started off with uh, bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding, or fitness uh, after being a fat fuck, basically. Uh, I was I was a fat kid for like three years, and then. Uh, Again, like the typical guy story, the girl breaks up with him and then he starts going to the gym, loses a ton of weight, does all the research by himself and gets good at it and leaves his corporate job and ends up becoming a personal trainer. Uh, that's how I interned day game as well, by the way. So, uh, yeah, but uh, besides that, um, yeah, for four years, I, uh, I can't re reveal the name of a company, but for four years, I used to work with a very reputed company where our main job was to transform people. So we guys basically had targets to transform people basically. So yeah, um, it's not, not about starving people, it's about transforming people, changing their lives, fixing their sleep, fixing their di digestion and getting them as healthy as possible. Uh, why should they trust me? Uh, because on my social media, I have results and I have testimonials from people. And that's about so, it. so let's let's make one thing clear. We we can't name the company, but I can testify that that gym is very influential and known in the world. Like yeah, 
people in the fitness industry know know that gym and it's one of the most reputable gyms in the world very very high-end high class blah 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 all, all of that stuff and uh, what, what you just said that, that uh, testimonials on your on your social media that is a very important point because uh, if you have a body who's like, if you have some friend who's really ripped and he's, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. Or you ask, oh, dude, you're so ripped. How did you get so yeah. whatever in such a shape? Don't listen to those people because a person who can get ripped might have a completely different metabolism or whatnot. And, and what works for that person will not necessarily work for you. It's just as a good day gamer doesn't automatically make a good day game coach because there are very different types of day gamers and it's 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 one thing to be able to get results on your own but then if you have to help someone else that's a completely different topic and fitness is the same so you have a, a, a full portfolio of different types of people whose lives you have helped to transform yep. and the link to your Instagram, uh, if people want to see your social media and check that out, is in the description. It did show up on the screen before when we introduced you. Um, so what are we talking about today? We're not talking about what to lift, how to lift. Uh, what are you going to walk us through today? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, look, look, I mean, just want to ask you, like, would, would you like to name a topic or should I name a topic? No, no, no. It's you know what you're talking about. I, I don't know anything. I'll just ask questions that I would, would, would if, when I see opportunity for criticism or not criticism, but like where, where someone would, would be like, ah, like, I don't like, can I, yeah. I just want to poke at like what the typical viewer would, would, would poke at and knowing my audience a little bit. You, sure. you're, you're, you're the boss of this, of this podcast. Okay, cool, great. Uh, I just wanted to add to the pointer, like, uh, yeah, if you're like a trainer and all of that, uh, and you've gotten people in shape, you yourself have to be in shape as well. Just like as a day gamer coach, you yourself also need to be like a really, really good day, day gamer. I uh, just want to add on, like, there are several parallels to coaching, you know. Uh, anyways, let's start off with uh, stress. Um, how, how does stress impact the way you eat? How does stress impact the way you sleep? How does stress impact your sexual health? Uh, how does stress impact on how you look? Uh, start, let's start off with how does it impact the, the way you eat so when you get stressed basically that means your cortisol goes up like cortisol is a stress hormone which particularly goes up now as humans we search for instant gratification to get our stress levels down so that would mean eating more palatable foods slash processed foods you know uh, something which gives you like a really really crazy dopamine hit you know so like um like when you combine carbs and fats together, so that could mean something like a donut, you know, that could mean like a pizza, like carbs and fats, which is like the bread is the carb and the cheese is the fat. Uh, it secretes like a crazy mad dopamine hit inside your head and immediately gets the stress levels down. But then the next time when you get stressed, you need double the amount of the junk to actually uh, get that stress level down, you know? So that creates like a bit of a vicious addictive like pattern, you know? Uh, so you don't want to re realistically search for dopamine hits, but you want to search for more serotonin hits, you know, so that would mean eating less processed foods, uh, eating more whole foods, having more protein, having more fruits and vegetables, something that keeps you satisfied, you know, with more volume, if that makes sense. Uh, that's how it impacts you. Like, so you must have seen like the biggest CEOs of, of the companies and all of that, they are balding. They are like, overweight oh, because their stress levels go up 
and their only way out is by eating more or drinking more and things like that you know so whenever we humans actually get stressed um our instant gratification methods are like uh food alcohol pornography drugs uh and things like that now all the good shit in life all, all the good shit absolutely <laughs> but you can't you can't live like a monk to be honest you know everybody's got their own poison and you need to do things in balance that's that's what i would always preach um and then how does stress affect the way you sleep um well let me let me ask you one 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 thing uh, how does eating unprocessed foods uh even healthier give me a serotonin hit okay so um it's not exactly going to give you like a bit of a serotonin hit but something done consistently over time would increase your body's health markers and that would actually increase your ability to produce serotonin so like let's say um you eat more protein you eat you eat more whole carbohydrates and you eat more green vegetables and things like that you know like let's say you have like steak potatoes and green vegetables compared to like a cheeseburger a steak potato and green vegetables is going to keep you far more satisfied it's not it's going to leave it's going to leave you fuller for 7 hours compared to a cheeseburger leaving you full for only 2 hours and you're not going to sleep no you're not going to wake up in the night because your food is going to take longer to digest and when you sleep properly in the night you're going to produce serotonin and you're going to feel far more happier that's just one example there are like so many mechanisms you know uh, okay. uh the second thing is when you work towards a purpose you also secrete serotonin as well so it's like making taking steps towards a goal that i have in my life correct correct okay and exposing yourself to sunlight and things like that um but i can go on and on about this but this is just like one of the ways in which you can produce serotonin as well uh eating also carbohydrates and your ability to use carbohydrates for fuel will also uh, determine how much serotonin you produce you know so if a person is lean that means he can use carbs really really well compared to if a person is close to being a diabetic close and is borderline obese you know um uh, he's not going to produce that much serotonin compared to someone who's leaner if that makes sense so there's so many ways so many paths to go down with yeah so what does serotonin give us how does it make us healthier um it 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 it's probably like the best way to dis- there's no i don't know the definition of serotonin but the best way according to me to describe it would, would probably be like a, a happiness hormone like something that keeps you fulfilled you know okay yeah um and something like uh, dopamine is more of like a pleasure hormone you know so the dopamine is i reached my my uh, my goal that's dope yeah dop- dopamine is like i reached my goal or it's like pure pleasure basically like uh, um the best analogy i can give you is like uh, like like when you cocaine. watch pornography when you watch pornography cocaine. basically huh yeah porn cocaine okay yeah so that really secretes a mad dopamine hit inside your brain you know or when you eat processed foods you feel really good you know like okay. it's it's a byproduct of dopamine basically so basically whenever we do the dopamine things it leaves us wanting more and more or whatever we do whenever we do the the things that make us feel good short term yeah it, it it leads to an addictive cycle and we need more and more and more and then when we do things that are making us feel good in the long term make us sleep better feel better that makes us 
that 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 leads away from this these addictive patterns and leads us to kind of we don't have that urge to like if we skip all the smart like dopamine one whatever else the fuck we were talking about if we skip those words and basically if you do the addictive things it's 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 a downward spiral and if you instead switch to let's say you reduce the stress level in your life and then you sleep better and then you are happier or if you sleep if you eat healthier you sleep better and that again makes you happier and makes you more of a functional being the next day so it's it's about and 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 it also does it also lead to well i assume it does uh the the better you sleep the better you feel in general the better the, the better your baseline and the more stable the more likely you are probably to work out or 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 to make yeah. better decisions again because you're just in a stable place you're not gonna yeah yeah okay that makes that makes sense okay yeah. the the analogy I can give you is basically like when you get a notch in day game that's like a bit of a dopamine hit you know you want more and more of that but when you keep on doing day game for years and all of that and when you zoom out and look at yourself on how you transform that's like a bit of a serotonin sort of a thing you know that's like oh my god i've actually come a long way so that's and then like you're how, like, yeah. instead of getting a new new light, I would much rather watch a Netflix series and just see if and just have a few regulars to see exactly instead of like chasing tail for ten years in a row. Yeah, new lays yeah. are fun, but but like sometimes you want to do other shit. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Unless someone has thirty day game lays, they don't get a right to even talk about this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to go ahead, or you go you, like you would like uh, me to? How do we? What ways do we have to? To, is it is it about stress reduction that we're talking about, or or? Yeah. Um. Let's talk about sleep. If you want to talk about sleep, let's talk about sleep. Yeah. Uh, sleep. By the way, this is like a big big non-negotiable you gotta be sleeping for seven to nine hours like hands down like regardless if it's the weekend or if it's the weekday uh i don't care if you're like a ceo working like hours and all of that you're gonna screw yourself up psychologically physiologically and sexually and in every possible way like when you don't really sleep to be honest so um well so you you need to be sleeping well and you need to be sleeping like for the proper amount of amount of sleep that you also want um how, how much should you sleep some people function really good on six hours of sleep well that's the sleep for that particular person some people feel amazing after nine hours that's the sleep for that particular person you know um you don't you don't sleep your chances of snapping are going to be far more higher like you're going to be far more moodier uh your chances of like your, your stress levels will be so elevated because your body is like in, in like a bit of an overdrive mode you know so it, it's not really had like had time to shut down. So in the process, you're going to crave for more junk food, you know, you're going to crave for more crap, you know? So you realize like when you're hungover, when you haven't really slept well, you know, the next day you just want to lay in bed and just like have like a pizza, you know, things like that, you know, uh, you, you'll also notice like people who don't usually sleep well, um, they have got like a bit of a gut or they've got like man boobs as dudes, you know, uh, for females, they carry a lot of fat around their hips, you know, that's like uh, one of the situations as to, why the person doesn't sleep well um for day game it affects your vibe 
like it really affects your wife. Um, what else? What else? Um, it reduces their testosterone levels as well. So in the long run, if you don't really sleep well, you're not going to get an erection. That's not worth it. Okay. So a question, how do you know if you sleep well? Um, there are like, like right now, there are like several tracking applications, like an aura ring or something, or like an Apple watch. Yeah, there we go. That's good. That's good. But the best biological indicator I can tell you is if you wake up feeling refreshed, your sleep is deep. Like you don't remember tossing and twisting, turning around. And uh, I mean, you just woke up once or not even once throughout your entire sleep, basically. Uh, yeah, because aura ring changed how I sleep yeah. because it just made me aware of things. Like I, I, I was thinking... Uh, maybe I can have a few drinks and then go to bed. And then I looked at my sleep stats in the morning and I was like, well, turns out not. And, and a lot of people think that weed helps them sleep. No, uh, the researchers I, don't agree. Yeah. I, yeah, researchers don't agree because you don't get almost like the, your REM sleep is, I think the REM sleep was the one that was fucked up or the deep. One of them was, comp I think the REM sleep was the one that researchers said is like, no, no, no. That's the if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry? That's the dreamlike stage. Yeah, REM is REM is like first part of the night you're getting deep sleep, and then second kind it's like you're out, and then in the morning that's kind of when you kind of start tossing around more, you're dreaming more. It's kind of like the light sleep, and yeah, weed completely fucks up the REM sleep. And I realized that when I, again I, I would smoke a joint before the bed or or just a few hours before going to bed, and I would look at my stats in the morning, and they would be just terrible and i realized that i don't sleep that well and i think aura ring is good because different things affect people differently yeah and for some people like they might have a drink an hour before bed and be fine i know if i have a drink a few hours before i go to bed i'm fine i'll like last night i, yeah. I shared a bottle of wine with a chick and I, I slept perfectly. My aura ring said I was sleeping just perfect. Uh, whereas, and, and with weed, it's the same. I know that if I go to bed super high, I will have terrible sleep. But if I, if I smoked maybe like three, four hours before going to bed, then I, I'm fine. I'll get a good night's sleep. And an aura ring just shows you this information in the data. You can test yeah. something and then you can see, okay, how did this work for me? I, you, you eat a handful of nuts before bed and then you turn out, you, you see, oh shit, I didn't sleep at all after eating some nuts before bed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but the, there are like a few generic uh, guidelines which I, would tell, uh, which I tell pretty much all my clients to maximize their sleep in the first place is uh, one or two hours before bed, like strictly shut out all light devices, you know? Like this includes even the dot in a TV remote or something. Uh, and you, you don't want to chill with Netflix before bed, that's utterly stupid. And like that's gonna fuck up your sleep, you know? Why, why does that happen? Because any sort of blue light, when it comes and touches your skin, it tells your body like, hey, it's daytime, you need to be alert, you know? So like you're changing your body's circadian rhythm, like as to when it's supposed to stay up and when it's supposed to fall asleep. Uh, second thing is you need to expose yourself with as much sunlight as possible. So because depending on the intensity of the sun rays, when it touches your skin, it pretty much tells your body like, hey, it's four o'clock, you need to stay this stressed. Hey, it's like eight o'clock, you need to calm down. That sort of a thing, you know? So it resets your body's uh, circadian rhythms. Um, 
the third thing is uh, have like a bedtime routine read some fiction before bed you know something that promotes shuts down your mindset have sex or meditate before bed these are the three guidelines which i give pretty much everyone and no food and no water like two or three hours before bed okay um, uh, yeah i agree with water because you know i don't want to wake up in the middle of the night and go like a leak yeah <laughs> uh, the netflix thing the netflix waking thing waking up to pee uh, is not really worth it you know waking up to pee is never worth it to be honest you know? yeah of course yeah um the netflix thing what i did is in any apple device whether that's a macbook or an iphone you can set uh, a timer for re- changing the, the the screen to to, yeah. to kind of block the blue light so i think my laptop is set to yeah. switch to more yellow tones when the sun sets in the time zone where i am where i'm at and i'm not sure what's with the phone at what time does it do that but i've set both to to do this uh, in the yeah. evening so like there's no blue light uh, and I, I do try to turn down the, the bigger lights and kind of leave just a smaller light in a room. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is there anything else we should talk about sleep or or what are we talking about now? Uh, no, that's about it. I mean, if you're someone who works in a computer and has to work in a computer, then uh, Robert, you must have seen me wearing like red shades when I'm on a call with you or something. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the blue light blocking glasses. Yeah. That legit blocks 100% of the blue light. So the moment the sun goes down, I probably wear them off. Uh, but like the thing that you're using flux, I think, so it's an application in your laptop, which blocks out the blue light. Uh, that's for free. You guys can download it for free. Um, that still doesn't really block hundred percent of the blue light, you know, like that's probably me going anal about trip, you know, but, uh, that still doesn't block out hundred percent of the blue light. So you just gotta be careful about that. Um, or oh, another thing I, I heard about this something, something Ferris podcast, uh, about this, uh, from this researcher who, who said uh, she works a lot with games and, and, and she said that one people one thing that tested for people who couldn't fall asleep you said fiction fiction works great for me as well or uh, one thing they tested and I, i've tried this and, and it worked for me was <laughs> candy crush okay yeah because uh, the idea is if, if you can't fall asleep because you're thinking all the time then yeah. 10 minutes of candy crush just overrides that that whatever is going on in your mind just overrides that with thinking about the game and, and i've tested it in cases where for whatever reason i woke up in the middle of the night i couldn't fall asleep and and that worked actually pretty good for me it did actually work yeah. sometimes it's like five minutes sometimes it's 25 but but it worked yeah uh, you can also, like, if you're finding it hard to fall asleep, this works like a charm. You have, like, the 60 to 90 minutes before bed, you have, like, a warm shower. That really, really helps. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, do you want to ask any questions? Or No, I understand the sleep part. What else should we talk about apart from sleep? Uh, digestion. Do you, do you want to talk about digestion? Oh, by the way, sleep thing, I think coffee, tea. That's, I think, an important yeah. topic because yeah. I yeah. actually stopped drinking coffee at all. I, I used to be a coffee geek. I would travel with my grinder and AeroPress, and but I just couldn't sleep. At one moment, I stopped sleeping. If I had a coffee, yeah. cup of coffee in the morning, that night I would probably not sleep. So I cut out everything. But the one thing that helped me 
which still gives me a lot of energy. Oh yeah, and black tea or green tea was the same. But the one yeah. thing that helped me, which still gives me that, that boost, but then doesn't affect my sleep at all is uh, Sherpa Mata tea, the, the Argentine thing, or it's Brazilian or yeah. there are many, it's kind of a South American thing and yeah. works really good for me. Okay, let's switch to digestion. Yeah. Uh, di digestion is basically how effectively a body pretty much flushes out all the toxins from the body, you know, uh, in the, in the form of stools, in the form of, uh, you're taking a piss, you know, you, you're sweating, things like that, you know, how, how effectively it just flushes out the toxins, metabolizes, metabolizes the nutrients basically. Uh, so if you're not taking a crap or if you, or if your crap is too loose, you're like, you're, you're in a bit of a problem, you know? So um, if my clients are not really taking a crap properly, um, that means if their if stools are too loose, that means they're not consuming enough fiber. And the first thing I would do is like have more fruits and vegetables, hands down have more fruits and vegetables. Uh, by how much, how many grams of fiber that really ranges from person to person. But um, I would just go like, if you're someone who's having like two servings of green vegetables and fruits in a day, have like three, check your, check, check your digestion. If it's still loose, then probably have, have like four, feel free to scale it, you know? You want like proper objective indicators and you want to be scaling things from there. Um, if your stools probably look way too much like uh, they're way too hard, basically, you know, then you need to scale down your fiber. You need to eat less of green vegetables and salad, you know? So on the internet, there's a junk load of information, like have more green vegetables, you know? That's very, very generic information. It ranges from person to person. Yeah, but it's pretty easy. You can. It sounds like you can kind of regulate it by just intake yeah. of, of, of green veggies. For sure. Um, then the third thing, the second thing is uh, how much water you have, you know? So it depends on the, on the location you're in. So in case of you're in a place like Argentina, which is like really, really hot, you know? Uh, easily four to five liters of water in a day. Easy. Oh, yeah. Easy. Who can yeah. No, but you, you, lo you lose electrolytes. Like right now, I'm probably having water in, in a bottle like this, which is like two liters. Uh, the thing is, if you're in a really hot country, you're going to sweat it out like far more easily. And you want your cells to be as fluid as possible because you want the nutrients to be flushed in and out quite easily, you know? Um, but if you're in a place like the UK or if you're in Latvia, which is quite cold, I reckon, uh, three, three liters would suffice, you know? That would be more, more than still that. a lot, you know. I'm, I'm actually very, like, I'm focusing a lot on how much water I'm drinking, especially because mm -hmm. I'm 90 kilos now, and that's like seven kilos too many. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people think that they are hungry and they go and eat crap, but in reality, they are like thirsty. That's another thing. I've, I've heard uh, that, yeah, when you want to have a snack, just have a glass of water, maybe you're just thirsty, not hungry. Yeah, exactly. Um, the fourth thing is you need enough water so that the water actually binds with your fiber and is able to pass through your body and be flushed out in, in, in the commode, you know? Uh, so then your digestion will function properly as well. Uh, but our body is pretty much 70% water, you know? Like all the cells, all the organs are like watery. You don't really provide it all the raw materials, the nutrients are not going to be circulating in the bloodstream. Your brain is not going to function properly. And so many other things are going to happen, you know? So like, that's why it's like really, really important. And you, if you want to maximize your health, you want to be tracking all these variables. Like if you, you, in order to maximize your sleep, you track your, uh, how, how good quality is, like what's the quality of your sleep, you know? 
Um, but diving in, like, I know we're going off topic, but like a few ways, if you have all the suggestions that I gave in the previous section about sleep sorted, a few supplements which actually would help you maximize your sleep would be magnesium, L-theanine, melatonin, uh, vitamin D3. That's really underestimated when it comes to sleep. Uh, and valerian root and ashwagandha, which is like an Indian herb, which really regulates your stress level. So that would be there to regulate your water intake. You need electrolytes inside your water. In BGJ, the, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you, you guys have a lot, like a lot of electrolytes here while you're in a fight or something. Yeah. yeah, 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 because otherwise you just die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much in bodybuilding also, like, uh, they ensure that their fluid intake is on point, you know. Uh, your muscles are made up of water. Like, 70% of your muscles is made up of water. Like, only, I think, so 20 or 25% is made up of protein and, and carbohydrates, and the rest is made from protein or something. I, I'm not sure of the exact facts, but most of it is made from water and then carbohydrates and then protein, you know. So you want to keep yourself nice and fuel and you're going to function properly, you know? One thing I noticed about water is that uh, you don't notice that you need water un until you start drinking water. Like when you don't drink a lot of water, you just don't feel like, oh shit, I'm dying, I'm super thirsty. But when you start drinking water, like a lot of water, you just, you notice when you're thirsty, your, your body kind of gets used to actually getting enough water and tells you when you're not having enough water. And I've also heard that things like when you, when you feel, for example, that you are thirsty or you feel like your mouth is dry or your lips are dry, I've heard that it's like way too late. Yeah. That means like, it's like, oh, you should have had some water like a long time Absolutely. ago. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, that's, that's the best indicator that you can possibly get, you know. Okay, um, so we need, we need sleep, we need digestion. Is, is there anything else to talk about digestion? Uh, no, digestion is pretty simple. Uh, that's about it. That's what I would, I would tell. Uh, right. What else should we cover? Um, how can you, like, about hormone levels and testosterone levels and things like that? Do you want, do you want to go down that route? Yeah, that's, that's definitely interesting for a lot of guys. Okay, uh, so you must have noticed that like these days, um, like men are getting far more feminine, if that makes sense, in the West, you know? Uh, well, it's, uh, we can't say that, it, we don't know why that is. We don't know why that is. There's no way to kind of prove that yeah. that is because of testosterone or it's the vice versa or it's the society. But I, yeah, I, I know that Statistically, testosterone levels have dropped significantly in the last decades. That is actually proven and tested and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, why that actually happens is because, uh, first of all, people are indoors all day. You know, they don't really expose themselves to sunlight. They don't really sleep properly. And in the process, their stress goes up. And the raw ingredient used to make stress, the cortisol hormone, which is DHEA, is the same raw ingredient used to make testosterone, estrogen, you know. Um, so if all the stress, if all the DHEA is used to produce stress, you know, there's nothing left to produce testosterone, you know, that's what I can tell you. So, so the, the, the ingredients needed to release cortisol are the same ones needed to release testosterone or produce testosterone. And if yeah. you're stressed, then we are depleting these ingredients 
on stress, wasting them on stress, and we don't have any left for for testosterone. Yeah, you, you don't have anything left for testosterone, or uh, I'm not exactly sure about this, but this, uh, but uh, some for like you also increase the rate at which you produce estrogen. Everybody needs a certain degree of estrogen, to be honest, you know. Everybody needs. Uh, um, that's point number one. And the second thing is, uh, in, in, usually in developed countries, um, there's like a lot of construction going on. There's a lot of gas and industries and all of that. So when, when you uh, breathe in or indirectly take in things like these, like if you're breathing in, in the air, if you're smoking cigarettes, things like that, you know, you're directly taking in phytoestrogens, basically. You're taking synthetic estrogens, you know, and that's when things like uh, storing more fat around your chest actually comes in, you know, uh, and things like that. You know, if you don't really spend more time out in the nature, uh, you don't restore your sleep patterns, you get screwed. And then with the influx of more processed foods, which creates like a bit of an addictive like pattern. So if you go in the States, if you go in the UK, there's a hell load of processed foods, you know, if you go to, if you go to New York, basically, uh, there's like a hot dog or there's like a cheeseburger corner all around the place, you know? So you're going to notice like, okay, like the people are like the men are far more obese over here. And, um, and the more obese the person, you know, the more obese the person, the more fat the person, uh, the raw ingredient used to produce testosterone is actually going to be used to produce estrogen, you know, or the testosterone is going to be converted into estrogen, you know. So, uh, yeah, the dudes become far more feminine, you know, like one of the best, and they might probably be a bit, bit over emotional, you know, they, they would have like far more female characteristics, you know, like man boobs, uh, fat around their thighs. Um, and what are they going to feel like? Uh, let, lethargic really, really quickly. Um, they're not going to sleep well. Um, that, that's what that's what I can say. Like a few ways to increase your testosterone would be like do some physical activity. The best way, according to me, the best way would be like go and lift some go and lift some weights, pack on some muscle, drop some drop body fat. Like you need in order to maximize your testosterone, you need to be between something like ten to sixteen percent body fat as a dude. Uh, I measured my body fat a few days ago. What was it like that? 19. 19? Yeah. yeah. So you, you get down to something like 15%, you'd be in peak health as a man. Peak health, you know? So, like, ask yourself, like, when you were, like, 7 kilos less, I think so, you're 7 kilos more right now. Oh, like, I'm, I'm all over. Like, I was 7 kilos less a long time ago, so I just want to get yeah. back there, you know? Like, the last 2 kilos were, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting not to like this. <laughs> okay. So, uh like probably when you're like when you were like seven kilos less or like five kilos less or four kilos less i mean you must have noticed that the quality of your erections were actually far more better you know uh, you were actually far more mentally alert or something uh, that that's absolutely normal like um so that's an indicator okay his testosterone levels are high you're gonna feel a bit more uh calmer but aggressive when it's needed to be uh your ability to perform in activities like strength sports BGJ, you know, bodybuilding, etc., is going to be far more better. Uh, spend some more time in nature. That's the second thing. Eat your protein, um, take your supplements, and just the basic generic stuff is going to work for you. You know, there's no way around it. You know, okay. uh, you you'll also notice that females are more estrogen based these days. So, I mean, that's good for us. Their hips are wider and all of that because. 
but like females actually get their period far more earlier than something like 50 years ago you know so probably they get it right now 13 or 14 i don't know the correct statistic uh, that's because they're in a very polluted environment uh, and like when the estrogen levels go up they are more prone to uh, like like uh, hitting menopause sooner you know fractures and things like that you know so i can go down this rabbit hole on and on and on but the environment okay. is dangerous okay so is there another big topic that we should cover or, or were these the main topics? So basically, uh, no, I mean, you, you, you got questions. You can feel free to shoot me up, you know, like uh, that's, that's a generic. Thing. Okay. So, so the, the thing is there are so many, so many things people have to think about. So like, there's like countless of things that people have to focus on. Yeah. Uh, and it's like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things. So, so, and, and people have very different personalities. Yeah. They have different backgrounds. They had, they're physically different. One person is like, like 90 kilos. Another is like 190 kilos. And of course yeah. they need very different approaches and uh, expecting people to go from zero to like 30 sets a week, equal, equal, equal equivalent uh, you know yeah. I mean, the same thing in fitness yeah, I, I think it's it's that's where people that's where people kind of fuck up uh, is they expect themselves to just be able mm -hmm. to go from zero to hero overnight yeah and I, I think it's I just uh, I'm just kind of rambling but what do you think about this that every person needs a very very different can approach, not in terms of what they should do, they should all do the same thing, more or less. Yeah. But the hard thing, I think, is the mental game of fitness is the, is the hard yeah. thing. How do you go from doing nothing to slowly doing, getting to doing 30 sets a week or whatever the, the same thing is in fitness and finding the, basically finding a formal, finding a way to implement it in your life because uh, yeah. in the beginning the more bad habits you have like you can't really break all of them but you kind of have to yeah so, you so, have to. so uh, how do how do they do that is is this a matter of reading the right books is this a matter of talking to a professional who helps them kind of figure out and talks them through their stuff or or is there like, what's your what's your view on this okay uh long story short if, if you're busy and you're finding it hard to get fit, long story short, if you want to get fit, get a coach. If you want to do it, you want to be good, good at something, anything, get a coach. It's just going to save you a fuckload of time, to be honest, you know? Uh, like, uh, I mean, you, you must have met many students, you know, like as day gamers or something. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to take even your example. If you would have taken coaching from, let's say, someone else back in the day that instead of like a year of day gaming you would have gotten good at, good at it within six months or three months or two months you know time would be saved you know so um, you might want to get a coach um, and you also want to get a coach like with results and you also want to get a coach um, from the way he communicates his information uh, you can understand it's like very clear and concise you know uh, but the main ability of a coach should be like the plan which looks good on paper should fit your lifestyle you know so, excuse me. So if I ask someone to do something like 10,000 steps a day on a watch like this, you know, 
Um, they can't really do 10,000 steps, but they can do 8,000 steps. So I'm going to tell them 8,000 steps plus 20 minutes of having sex with your wife, you know? So it's like you're implementing something which works in their lifestyle. The principle is the same. Do more steps, do more activity, you know? So, so my job as a coach is to make sure that the plan which looks good on paper fits their lifestyle. If you're doing it by yourself, it's going to take a lot of time and you're screwed. That's point number one. Unless and until you're really passionate about it and you're going to go all the way in, which most of the people aren't, you know? Uh, second thing is uh, try to make a nutrition plan, try to align your nutritional strategy with what you are already doing. You know, so if you're having like a pizza for dinner, instead of that, have like a cauliflower pizza, you know, for dinner, it should fit your calories and macronutrients, like your proteins, carbs, and fats. Uh, principle remains the same. You're hitting your calories, you're hitting your proteins, you're hitting your carbs and fats but you're doing it in, in a far less stressful manner as per your lifestyle, you know? Sleep and sleep, it's non-negotiable. Like, regardless of whoever the hell you are, you need to be sleeping, man. Like, that's like, regardless of how good or bad you are, you need to be doing like 25 sets a week or 30 sets a week, you know? And day game analogy I can give you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, go ahead, bro. Uh, yeah, because I, I, the way I say this about day game is if you have tried it for six months and you haven't succeeded in six months, then, well, you're probably not yeah. going to make it get a coach. And I assume in fitness, it's similar. If you tried it several times before and, and you haven't succeeded, then, well, you know, who's to say that yeah. anything is going to change? Just get a professional. If you tried before and you failed, then... then try a professional maybe it works for you maybe it doesn't like so yeah it's gonna be far far more costly for you in the long run in case if you zoom out and try to do it by yourself Uh, i'll I'll tell that hands down in any field you know if if people decide if people decide they they like the way you talk about stuff that they like the way you explain stuff and they want to try working with you where do they find you how do they apply for for Mr. Majestic Coaching. Mr. Majestic, yeah. Mr. Majestic has got a face for it. They can find me on Instagram. On my Instagram, there's a link in my bio, my link free link. On that, you can uh, click on my online coaching and you can get a free consultation. I can find out where you are, where you want to be, what's stopping you, and see if I can help you with the services that I provide. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, you can check out the results on some of my content. Um, Shoot me up if you have any questions. Um, Good. All the links will be in the description. Uh, so people can go check out your Instagram. They can check out your link tree and sign up for for, for the call. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'll say I thank you very much for doing this. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Man. Cheers. Okay. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Ciao. Thanks for listening and watching guys. Links to get in touch with Mr. Majestic are in the description of this video. As I said in the beginning of this video, we are doing this amazing month of, let's call it day game immersion or whatever the fuck you want to call it in Riga, Latvia this summer, where you can come for a month, stay for however long you want and spread out your coaching days over this whole period of time. If you want to be part of it, link is in description, sign up and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you like this, you know the drill. Like, subscribe, leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this. See you in the next podcast episode. Bye.